Jack. Yes. Don't you think the podcast listeners of Jack AM FM are so cool and good? I mean, you know, we love the podcast listeners. I mean, you know, we we spend so much time talking in the, you know, the show about the people in the chat, but But this is this is its own chat. This is its own little chat, yeah. you know. Hey chat. Hey, hey chat. Hey po- hey P chat. Hey hey pod chat. Hey pod chatters out there. Pod uh, chat America. Welcome to Pod Chat America. This is this is Kate. And this is Jack, and, and welcome to uh, Jack AM FM, the uh, the podcast version of uh, the streaming show we do every day on twitch.tv slash Jack AM called Jack to, AM. Yeah, it's called Jack AM, and we just wanted to thank you for listening to the audio-only version. Yeah. Uh, if you want to support the show, we don't have a Patreon or anything, Yeah. Um, but you can go to jackam.tv and click on the tab that says support the show. You certainly can, um, and that's a great way to... Uh, you know, keep this going, keep this going. And you know what? If you, if when you do it that way, you get Kenny pennies, which I know is more for the people in the chat. But if you were so inclined and you're a podcast listener, you could still enter to win, you know, Kate's art from Kate paint, things like that. You're getting Kenny pennies. Yeah. When you click the support the show link. Um, but even if you don't want to sign up with an account or anything, you, you yeah. can just put in your credit card or PayPal. And hey, how about this? If you're a person who's an advertiser and you want to advertise on this show. We're Get open. in touch. Yeah, we're available. You know what would be best, actually, is if, you, if you're a weed advertiser. <laughs> um, yeah, we desperately need Who free, has product. We need free weed. <laughs> is this legal? Anyway, no. To say on a podcast? I don't know. Anyway, enjoy Jack AMFM. See ya. Oh, and if you want to see what we look like or whatever, <laughs> go to twitch.tv slash Jack AM every weekday, 7 to 9 a.m. Pacific. All right. Bye, everyone. What a fucking misery it is. <laughs> what a misery, what a fucking misery it is to be alive. <laughs> what a misery, what a fucking misery it is. It's seven. Oopsie. Oopsie. Oopsie Daisy. What's up? Oh, it got on un- it got undone. Oopsie daisy. Hold on, you're not done. There we go. Welcome, everybody. Good morning, morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. It's Kate AM. It's It's Jack AM. It's an all new brand. It's 7 a.m. It's 7 a.m. Pacific. And you know, that means it's got to be 10 a.m. Eastern. That's, that's, uh, if I know the time zones. It's got to be 10 a.m. over on that East East, East, East Coast. Coast. And you know it's September 18th, 2019. Oh, big time. It's yeah. a big old Wednesday. 9-11 is one week after its 18th birthday. 18 years and one week old. Hey, I want to give a shout out. <sighs> shout out. To Minute of Mitty in what? the chat. For getting the Horse Whisperer suspended for, for 12 hours from Twitter. And then Ow. the Horse Whisperer got all pissed off. Mitty went and reported all the posts that uh, Horace had done, making fun of uh, like mental health and stuff like that. And uh, good. Uh, yeah, Mitty got a message from Twitter saying we found the following account you reported violated the rules of Twitter. Damn. And then yeah, Horse Whisperer has been on one like yesterday, like so mad that they got suspended for twelve hours. Such good shit. I mean, they're back now. They're back now. But uh, but but Mitty did silence the horse. 
for 12 we, hours. We stan. I know I haven't been able to do that. Mitty silenced the horse. We love Mitty. Yeah, we good love shit. Mitty. Yeah, that's great. Anyway, we're not getting to topics or anything like that for another 18 minutes. Oh, so you I'm can't tired. even fucking tired. You gotta, you gotta forget that. You, you know? know, I'm tired, Jack. What? You are? Yeah. Because you stayed out late. Not that late. 10.30. But you know what? I drank last night. Oh, God. And I drank something. You simply can't do that stuff. I drank something I haven't had in a very long time. What's that? Vodka. Oh, my Lord. Are you going to advertise for vodka because you went to an influencer thing right now? My friend is- Are you going to be like, Absolute is one of the finest vodkas (laughs) that there is? My friend, Kelby, is a liquor influencer. Yeah. And she gets like flown around the world. She just works for Daily to, Mail to like go to liquor tastings. It's extremely cool. But she, it's like kind of her side business is she's a liquor influencer. Yeah. So Kate went and had some liquor influencing. You know what? I you, went to this. You party. went with a liquor influencer to get influenced by liquor. I'm I, talking about under, under the, the influence, influencer. You know, I was under the influence. I'm an under the influencer, not me. And it was like this event in this mansion in the it, right in the hills but like right at the the podcast know. listeners were also out late drinking piss yeah the podcast listeners were out late drinking piss wow um pretty harsh you know it's they can't defend themselves right now they they're gonna have to defend themselves in two days you know how about this i will say this to any podcast listeners if you send in any messages for us to read to the chat if you send them via DM to the Jack AM on Twitch Twitter, okay. uh, just send them in and we will we will read out whatever responses that you want us to read to the chat. Uh, you a know, couple it, days in from like now. the four days, at, like at at a four day sort of delay. You know what I it mean? It won't be a four not, day. Well, I mean, delay. I'm not gonna be able to get to it guaranteed. Like the day that they send it, it's gonna be a two day delay. Well, they will send it in at two days, and okay. then maybe we'll be able to get the response in. So it maybe by next, <laughs> maybe by Monday, we'll be able to get the response to the the piss drinking comment that Mint Cake Time made. Yeah, that was Mint Cake Time, by yeah. the way. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I went to. A, I'm a liquor influencer now. What yeah, you sure are. But this, it was like in this under man, the this mansion in the hills. Yeah, it was very funny. Wow, that sounds cool. It sounds like where people get um uh, overdosed with drugs and murdered. Is that where that guy lives? No, he lived in West Hollywood in a beautiful uh, uh, apartment over there. I'm just scared. I'd be scared to go anywhere where rich. But you know that Kevin Spacey. This is who knows. But the guy, the like, the massage therapist, the 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 massage therapist who uh, uh, was sexually or claimed to be sexually assaulted by Kevin Spacey, died. Oh my God! Really? No further details. How? We don't know how. No further details. He's gone. That's not good. Who knows? That's not good. All right. Who knows? I'm scared. I'm scared to be around. They're wilding out these days, all the rich people. Anyway, have fun at the... Uh, the Subway 100 bonus 10. I am a recovering podcast listener. Mm. Now I get the stream hot and fresh. Live and direct. Yeah. Live and direct. Live and direct. Live and die. Live and die. Wrecked. Live and die. Live and die. Wrecked. Wrecked. We're almost right. getting our Crocs for the Tomatometer. I can't. It's not the Tomatometer. That's the Crocometer. I mean the Crocometer. It's the Crocometer. The Crocometer. Tell you what. The Crocometer. Hmm. What? I just, you know. Hey, this is really exciting news. 
What? And you know, this actually is a shout out to to one of the folks that even that watches and listens to this show sometimes. We're gonna give a shout out to Chris, Pizza Boy for Life, in the chat for being a chef at the uh, like top new restaurant in America. That's huge. According to Bon Appetit. 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 You this. know, um, right next to our uh, apartment here. Yeah. Well, don't the dog hot says. ten. Don't dog. They know. We've already said that before. We love. We combi. live in Echo Park. I'm sorry. Jack thinks I don't love combi, but I love. Kate doesn't want to go there sometimes. You you would go there every day if you had your way. Oh yeah. I love. Look at that stuff, shit. That though. looks fucking good. Anyway. God, Number one restaurant of the year, Conby, Los Angeles. It's really good. It's there funny go. that it's interesting that they pick like kind of a lunch place for the number one. Hell yeah. You know, we've never eaten there. Fu- I have. I haven't. I only get it to go. The number one new restaurant. It's so good. It really is incredible. Conby. The chocolate croissant worth planning your entire morning around? What? what? I had no idea. Wait, go get one right now. What time do they open? What time do they open? <laughs> I want one. I want I want, to plan my whole morning. They open at eight a.m. Okay, at eight. Should I go down and get you one at go eight? Drive and get one. All right. It will we'll only go, take you. We'll like test. We'll test the top fifteen minutes. We'll go test the like top chocolate croissant in the world. We could take a fifteen minute break as you go get the croissant. We We're gonna do come it. Come back. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. We're gonna go get We're the gonna croissant. Go get the croissant. The Bon Appetit number one. New restaurant, Croissant. 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 Moto Stinko says, there definitely won't be a huge line after that article. Why do you have to fucking go right, shit on it, Moto Stinko? Right Come on. It's have a-, a better attitude about it. Hey, fuck you. Fuck off. Fuck off. I want the croissant. Yeah. I want the cuisine. Go to hell. Burn in hell. I want the cuisine. Die. Live and die. Wrecked. All right. <laughs> Live and die. Wrecked. Let's look at some of the other not as good restaurants on okay. here cow noodle shop dallas whatever okay we don't live in it dallas. does look good we, that's not if right we next go to if we house. go visit your dad we'll go to this place actually it looks good as fuck. i was thinking of planning a trip to visit my papa yeah oh, your papa yeah my papa what else do we have here long of enrichment virginia okay that's we'll never go to it looks good actually do you think we'll ever go to hey, richmond but look at these listeners we get to see the croissant live and direct they pronounce you it right get to hear about a week later they do pronounce dogs. it right. The voice does pronounce it right. <laughs> Quason. Living direct. Living direct. Quison. This one does look good, but it's like also that kind of style where it's like the tiniest little thing with just a little. I like that style though. Little tiny things. A little tiny. It's kind of Kaiseki method or whatever. Yeah, Kaiseki. Wait, can I say something though? What? Are we ever going to go to Richmond, Virginia? Maybe. But uh, we might go to Ochre Bakery because guess what? Oh, my God. It's in Detroit. It's in Detroit. And that's where Bug Tour is going to be. Oh, hell yeah. October 3rd, October. 4th, 5th. 5th is in Detroit. We're in I'll the, tell you what. We're in there we, the have a, we have a location set up for Cleveland. Oh, yeah. Valerie found us a spot. Yes. Um, and it's going to be great. We're going to have fun. We have, uh, I've been, I, have, uh, I have a line on one from Milwaukee. We announced where we're going to be in Detroit. Yes. Val found us somewhere for Cleveland. We're going to get it figured out. Maybe in Milwaukee we'll be in a parking lot. I don't know. Let's we'll figure it out. I mean, we're going to be in Milwaukee. We'll be in Milwaukee for company. sure. Because we're flying in there. Yeah, well, that, well, that ain't changing. Yeah. 
Um. All right. Ochre Bakery, Detroit. Ochre Bakery, Detroit. Oh, that looks that was pretty good. good too. See, what is this style called of place? Like coffee, upscale coffee place. Upscale coffee Just, place. Yeah. Oh, looks good. The like Elysian a, Bar, New Orleans. Ah, oh, little no, little New Orleans. Um, you know, I'm going to New Orleans. Little no. little taste um, you know, of New Orleans. Oh, you know, oh, that looks very New Orleans right there. Jack, you know I'm going to New Orleans. That looks a little bit New Orleans right there. Jack, you know I'm going <laughs> to New Orleans, right? Oh, that that classic that classic style of New Orleans. I'm going to New Orleans. When when are you going to New Orleans? Either December or January or both. Okay. Look at this. What else do we have? I here? love Nolans. Hope, hope, copy. Cop, copy. This one's in New York, so I'm not Cup that interested. Boo. Ooh, that looks good. No, what, it doesn't. Jack, it looks you like New me. York. No, I don't. Not anymore. Why? Because you it's had like New York. the best time there. Yeah, for one week when the weather was good. Kaya butter toast. It doesn't look as good as uh as as as. Okay, so Doogie Howser speak my son says copy TM rules. It's good. <laughs> Everyone gets so mad at me when I'm mean to New York. I like, okay, fine. I love New York. I, I wish I was there right now in New York. <laughs> Smoto Stinko said slime sandwich. <laughs> it does kind of look like Kaya a slime butter sandwich. toast. Does look good, but it does look a little bit like a gag sandwich. No, I want it though. Oh, I want it so bad. I want it so bad. It does look a little bit like a gag sandwich. I want it so I can't bad. come to New York. I'm scared. I might run into who? Like you know, you might call in Jost. If I were to say... call in Jost on the street, he's gonna kick the shit out of me. Jack, Colin just doesn't know who the fuck you are. Yeah, that's probably true. All right, keep going. I mean, he probably follows Che's Instagram. Right. No, he doesn't. Taylor. Colin Jost does the rich people thing where he like stays offline. I don't look on there. I don't look on there. Oh, it's so it's so toxic on there. So toxic on there. Everyone calls my wife, you know, a racist. A racist, because she is. All right. Le comptoir de vin, de vin, Ooh, that de vin, de vin. Oh, that looks good. Damn, that actually does look good as fuck. fuck. Oh my god, that's quite the hash. Now that's quite the hash right oh there. Oh my god, Jack, make me that. Now that looks like quite the hash. Jack, make me that. Right. Make me that. Matt's barbecue tacos. Okay. It's okay. That sounds fine. Actually, this looks like the worst thing I've seen on this list so far. Not that impressive. Although I would eat all of it. I get it. I get it. I like it. The Wolf's Taylor. Event okay, Denver. Oh, ho, ho. okay. That looks pretty uh, good. That looks pretty good. I like little you know charred. I like? I like a charred, you know, that you cook it too much and it's a little burnt. You know it's what? Good. I like the two egg yolks kissing. It kind of looks like your butt. And there's a little turd coming out? <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. What? That's what your butt looks See, like. That does look good. King trumpet mushrooms are served over Japanese bincho ton. That looks good wow. as hell. That looks good as hell. Oh wow! Look at it see looks they use good the. As hell. That's what they, everyone likes to do now. Is you put it in just with wood, like they. It's like to make a fancy restaurant, you just like have a fireplace and you just like put put like a cast iron in the fireplace and let it go. Whatever. Is that it? That's it. Oh, you got the project lead here. It's Julia Kramer. No, Jack, you don't it. need to read the credits. Additional reporting. A lot of people worked on this. All right, go ahead. A lot of read people the, worked on read this. Read the credits then. A lot of people, the project lead is Julia Kramer. They got some additional reporting by Andy Baragani. Oh, look at this. Oh, Ma Max says he maxes <laughs> cooking, just like this chef. 300 cooking. That's cool. But? Max has got 300 cooking. What's 300? World of Warcraft. You know what? Go fuck yourself, Jack. <laughs> Live and die, Rex. <laughs> All 
Live and die, right? <laughs> I want the croissant now. I want the cuisine as well. I'm a little But now we're going to go down there. There's going to be a huge line, and I'm going to be like, thank you for putting At- that out into the universe, Moto Stinko. 8 a.m. it opens. I am a little hungover. I had pho last night, late night pho. What if I go down there and we see a pizza boy for life is there and he's like thinks it's embarrassing that I'm the first person to show up when they open up? You know what I mean? He's I'm like gonna, waiting out the door like it's Black be like, Friday. He's going to be like, why aren't you doing your show, your job? Your morning show. And I'll be like, because I want the cuisine. And Jack, I shouldn't even be letting you eat this croissant. Croissant. Yeah, I should not be having a your croissant. Your fatty little liver there. Cuisine. Cuisine. Croissant. 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 Say it in the monton voice. What? Say it in the monton voice. No. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Why not? Why do you hate me and ignore Quasson me? Croissant live and direct. Croissant. Okay. All right. What do we got here? Live and direct. Cross- yeah, see, look. It does pronounce it all right. Live and direct. Croissant. 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 You're supposed to say it like this. Croissant. 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 All right. You know what? Croissant. You know Quasson. what? Should we do some topics? No. 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 What else is going on, Kate? What are you uh what are you up to these days? Um, you did a show last did night. Did a show last night. I directed a show last night. It went really, really well. Shout out to Alan Pintal. Yeah. She's a very talented writer. Subway one hundred bonus ten coming soon. Die hard six to live and direct. Hey, why'd you throw up so much last night? Dr. Fuzz says, I threw up a bunch of orange chicken and bile last night. That's kind of like pho. Jesus fucking No, it's really Christ. not, Dr. Fuzz. It's not fucking like pho. It's not like pho at all. It's actually probably more like one of the... Uh, I had a soup once that had some like stomach acid in it or something like that. They used stomach acid. And that was like more like bile. That okay. was a, that was slightly more like bile that they use stomach acid in I mean, the soup. You know, tripe is kind of. Oh, hey, Kate Shapiro, she's in the chat. It was good as fuck, actually. Spicy. Kate Shapiro's in the chat. You know, Kate and I are gonna do a romantic um, woodland getaway to Big Sur. Uh, when? I don't know. We're thinking in the fall, so soon. Fuck yeah! Really? Are Wait, you? Is Jane talking about making pho? Jane makes pho. Don't really have one, but there was like a year-long period where a friend of mine made a giant batch of pho broth, and when we leave the bar drunk, we'd make a batch what of cool. pho. What cool? What cool? Cool, dude. Of pho. Avocado. 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 What the pho? Avocado. Kate Shapiro says we're going... Subway 100 bonus 10. Check out how this stupid voice pronounces the thing you make guacamole with. Avodaco, 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 Avodaco. Oh, God. What's a naked yurt? Kate Shapiro says Caitlin wants to go to a naked yurt. Did I say... Like a yurt where you're naked and sweat out or something? Did I accidentally send a link to a naked yurt? Oh, Kate. I found a regular yurt, but I didn't know it was. Is it supposed to be naked? A nude yurt. Uh, no. Okay. Folk off. Okay. For, so that's For the a podcast listeners rude. at home, 
he was actually talking about coughing after having pho, the the soup. Okay, and so if you read it written out, it actually says pho cough. Oh, now I did it. What? I said fuck off. <laughs> Why would you curse me like that? It was a clothing optional yurt. Kate says it. I sent her. I accidentally sent her a link to a clothing optional yurt. What's wrong with that? Why? Why don't you want to be naked around me, Kate? Oh God. I uh, I guess they fucking roasted why me on hate Uncle my, why, to Uncle. Why yesterday. do you hate my nude body? That guy Joey Calabrese, who you know he's like a a, a Facebook meme page, uh, uh, appeared on uh, Uncle to Uncle last night, and I guess they did a roast of me. Pretty annoying. Uh, I gotta listen to this one. I gotta listen to this one. The uncles welcome a living Italian meme to the show. They quickly become a familia. All right. Love that. What's Uncle to Uncle? It's a great podcast from uh, Uncle Franklin and Uncle Howard. I don't know if I can play the whole thing. It's a whole podcast. Oh, that's right. Jude Law from... Captain Marvel's friend. Oh, that's right. (laughs) I forgot he was was involved in that that thing. I don't know. Dude. Joey Calabresi guests. So... On the new Great. Uncle Tom. Very nice. Uh, that's right. a big. That's a big. Ba- that's a big accomplishment. I'll tell you. That's I might. Big, I, big, I might need a third hand. Is what I've been telling my uncle. I might need a, yeah. a third hand to start counting more. That's I, a big yeah. accomplishment because you know you tell a woman to calm down. That works about as well as baptizing a freaking cat. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like you, Jack. It's not me. It's this guy Joey Calabrese. It's not you. The meme guy. He's a meme page. It sounds like you. It's not me. It's this guy Joey Calabrese. Uh, hold on a second. Let me pull up the. Uh, I can pull up the page they were sending it to me, but they fucking roast me on this thing. Uh, Give me one second here. I'm uh, pull this. Pull this up for you. Tired today. It's this guy. I think everybody knows the page. Uh, let me try to see if I can. Where the hell was it? There we go. Yeah, it's this guy that they had on. This this guy Joey Calabrese. He has a whole sort of Facebook page. Um, what? Yeah, it's like. He's like very into coffee and stuff like that. If you love someone, let them go. If they come back with coffee, it's meant to be. Okay, well, stuff Jack, like you really like coffee. Look at this. Like, yeah, it's meant to be. What do I? Uh, the, what do I look like? A, a mook? I don't think. Where you do you get that? Mook. Olive Garden. There we go. Is this you? Did you make this page? No, Joey. Have you ever tried? He does these comics of That's like Joe Rogan of him being interviewed by Joe Rogan. Okay, weird. Yeah. This is weird. Did you make this? No, I didn't make this, but this is the guy that guessed it on the show. I just read an article on the dangers of drinking too much wine. Scared the crap out of me. So that's it. Starting tomorrow, no more reading. Salud. I like this. This is good. This guy's good. People who defend your name when you're not around are the most loyal friends you can get. Couldn't agree more, Joey. There's one I want to show because I... What is this? This is a Facebook page for Joey Calabrese. Okay. I like this one. I don't want my enemies to think I'm an asshole. I want them to be a hundred percent sure. What's asshole? <laughs> What's asshole? An asshole. What's asshole? Oh, this is funny. Joey, what if somebody wants to leave the family? Asks Joe Rogan in this comic. Uh, simple. They unfollow. Nobody gets whacked or anything. We're a social family, not a crime family. Anyway. Hold on, there's one I really want to find here. I like the coffee it's really, ones. really good. He does ones where he like 
See, there's like sleeping and stuff. They're really good. Mm-hmm. Um, explain yourself an idiot. It's like trying to. This is good shit. Joey Calabrese. Okay, there's. I I keep. I have to keep going. Okay, I have to keep going. Do you think this guy would order calamari for the table? Probably. He's dreaming of money there. Okay. Sorry, just one second. I just want to find. You didn't make these. No, I didn't make this, but I'm not. I'm not the guy either. He's kind of popular. He gets like a lot of likes. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop right there. I already don't give a shit. Okay, that's you for <laughs> sure. That's something you would say. Hold on. Where the hell? These get a lot of likes, these fucking posts. Yeah, he's popular. Uh, speak slowly. I'm not fluent in stunad. What's stunad mean? <laughs> what is that? Stupid? Some people are like a software update. You see them and think, not now. All right, you know what, Jack? What? Yeah, is this like the Loquisha guy? Did the Loquisha guy make this? Uh, I don't think so. That's what um, what's his, what's their name in the chat said? Uh, Allison Two Chains said that. All right, I think that's I, I'm I'll, I'll I'll keep looking for the one I specifically want to show, but uh, you know, maybe we'll move on briefly. Jack, I gotta go to the resting room. You do? Yeah. Um, Just briefly. Just for a PP. Yeah, see, oh, here's one of the ones he did in the podcast. Tell a woman to calm down. Tell a woman to calm down. That works as well as as baptizing a freaking cat. Okay, this one's a little misogynistic. I agree. Oh, this one's good, too. you're just going to ignore that I have to pee. Go pee. I just want to find the one. Uh, Coffee backwards is epic, and I don't give a fuck until I have my coffee. Epic. You said epic two different ways, by the way. Epic. All right, very, we're going to. Jesus, I want, there's one I want so bad. All right, we're, I, well, I'm going to go to the bat. I'm going I'm to go on break. I'm going to go on break uh, uh, when I find the one I want to show. <laughs> oh, God. He does have more than 10,000. Look at this. Uh, keep calm. Not today. I'm going to celebrate. We're talking over 10,000 made members. Popular. Yeah, it is a brutal show today, folks. Uh, I can tell you what the uh, you know Kate forgot about Monday Fun Day Hump Day, you know. And she forgot about uh, Fun Day Hump Day there. All right, I can't find this. Oh God, there's so many. There are so so many. Subway 100 bonus 10 coffee backwards is a yifuck, and I don't give a yifuck until I get my coffee. There we go. Oh, Jesus. I'm getting so close to the one that I so deeply want that I want to, to show. Stop that. Don't mess. Oh, yeah. Here it is. This is my favorite one. Forget about it with Joey Calabrese. Should restaurants charge for bread? Okay. A friend of mine asked for bread before his meal at a casual joint. They whacked him uh, an extra two fifty for three rolls. This is the one you love. <laughs> <laughs> can you like describe the formatting of this? Like, can you describe like how it visually looks for the folks in the pod- podcast? 
Uh, it's a guy that's a drawing of an Italian fella, and at the top, it's the the first part he's of doing, the he's doing the this. under chin thing. He's doing the under chin thing. Let's look at some of the comments here with 248 shares. Um, these fucking nods forget about it. Hey, I'm walking here. Okay, they got to be kidding me. I had a period Italian restaurant in Saint Augustine, Florida, in the '90s. And I serve always a basket of garlic bread to my customers, but I charge only for the second basket. Aw, Franco. <laughs> I like that, Franco. Franco All right. I like that, Franco. That's hey, pretty good. He charged right. only for the second basket. No, the prices are, are high enough at a restaurant. You're already paying for the bread. The prices are high enough at a restaurant. <laughs> You're already paying. This guy says that's total BS. You know what? Prices at restaurants, they're high enough. The food, the food price is too damn high. <laughs> the food price is too it damn is high. It's too damn high. It's too damn high. I eat out. This I guy's like low life. <laughs> you talking about the restaurant or are you talking about Joey? I think he's talking about the restaurant. <laughs> no, they should not. Okay. Sorry, I'm- 325. She brought me a cup to. What the fuck is everyone talking about? Anyway, that's Joey Calabrese. Go check out. Uncle to Uncle or Joey Calabrese. Um, Joey Calabrese uh, guests on the newest. We started uh, the show by praising a minute of MIDI, and now we're just respecting his people. What? Italians? Yeah. I'm sure he would too. I guess it's more of an Italian American thing, all of these jokes. Um, So, uh,. What? All right, should we do topics then? You know, hey, Kate, you, you know forgot that it's Fun Day Hump Day right, on Wednesday. I didn't forget. And we, these are not, not fun topics. We've abandoned it. These we're, are not fun topics. We're not doing it anymore because, listen, no one, it didn't give us, my brother didn't start watching. <laughs> Maybe we should just do like Connor Wednesdays where it's like only for Connor. Connor, tell us. What, just do Con- what do you want, Connor? Just do Connor days. Yeah, like, okay. Connor, tell us when you want to watch. All right, like, let's, let's, let's look at economics seems bad okay this okay. is this is just uh, it's something... i'm thirsty can i have some of your water sure this is just another one of those kind of things where i'm like this seems bad <laughs> Mitty says as long as you don't use the slur fredo i'm not going to report you yeah that is the one of the worst uh italian slurs no sex wednesdays okay uh let's have a look here this is this is a segment where i'm like i don't fully understand the way the economic markets work but sometimes you'll pull a story and be like well this seems uh bad it seems bad. All right, let's have a look here. Um, a crack just emerged in the financial markets. The New York Fed spends $53 billion to rescue the overnight lending market. Uh, what? Uh-oh. Uh, what? Uh, borrowing rates skyrocketed on Tuesday. This is yesterday. Uh, uh what? And the corner of the market's ra- public rarely notices, but it's critical to the functioning of the global financial system. The spike in overnight borrowing rates forced the New York Federal Reserve to come to the rescue with a special operation aimed at easing stress and stress in financial markets. So I guess what's happening is that the rates that they are that like banks are able to do like short term loans on or whatever have been like spiking and nobody uh, uh, can fi- can like figure out why it's happening uh, and like, you know, why it, uh, why why that's going down. Uh, it was the Fed's Seems bad. It was the New York Fed's first such rescue operation in a decade. The last occurring in late 2008. Seems bad. That's oh, like man. a seems bad kind of situation. Seems bad. It's unprecedented, uh, at least in the post-crisis era, says Mark Cabana, rate strategist at Bank of America, Merrill Lynch. Seems bad. It seems um bad. It seems bad. 
It simply seems bad. Hey, if you all. say late 2008, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say seems bad. Yeah, that is also funny. Taint enthusiast is right. 11 years is not an era. We're not in the fucking post-crisis <laughs> era. The post-crisis era is the time of DC Comics published between um, the late 80s to the early 2000s when Infinite Crisis happened. Okay, That's well, the only post-crisis era that there is that I care about. Now you're losing me. Now, okay, right. I call it post-crisis era whenever Jack posts on Twitter. <laughs> oh, God. A post-crisis era? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first attempt by the New York Fed was canceled because of technical difficulties. You, know, you hate cancel culture like that. <laughs> you're canceling the New York Fed? At this point, it's gone too far. Yeah, the New York Fed can't do whatever they want anymore. Literally, they, the New York Fed can't fucking uh, attempt to bail out $53 billion without getting canceled. All right. You know what? Canceling is canceled. Yeah, enough already. Uh, but then they were able to successfully inject $53 billion into the system. You see that? That's so funny that they're like, it was canceled because of tech- they're like, somebody put in $53 billion tech, 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 like, tech, for, tech, all, tech. for like nine zeros. No, you maybe you did. Oh, I got it back for like nine zeros. Yeah. They put fifty nine. Da, 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 da. Then they clicked like the button, and it was like it got like stuck in like the thinking. Yeah, you know, like the thinking cycle. And they're like, "Fuck, should we try to run the fifty three billion dollar? Um, should we try to run the fifty three billion dollars again?" Uh, Anyway, the episode demonstrates evidence of emerging strains in financial markets and raises concern that the Federal Reserve could be losing its grip on short-term short-term rates. Uh, They announced plans late Tuesday to hold another repurchase. Sidewise has a good joke. Sidewise in the chat. You know what else has fifty-three billion injected into it? Kim Kardashian's butt. The New York Fed announced plans late Tuesday to hold another repurchase agreement on Wednesday that would aim to repurchase an additional $75 billion. So we're talking about um, since Monday, they're throwing uh, approximately $130 billion into um, uh, the lending markets so that they won't uh, be destabilize. Seems bad. I, I mean, honestly, it's, why don't you just keep doing that over and over? It seems like, why not? We can just keep tossing... $125 billion because the rate went from 1.2% to 1.7%. Hey, Jack. What? Seems bad. It does seem bad. Seems bad. It does seem bad. Seems bad. In my opinion. Seems bad. It does seem bad. Seems I mean, I actually do agree bad. that I don't give a fuck. You can throw money at anything, but, you know, I guess I would be happy. You know, with all the, like, how are we going to pay for it? I'm like, you know, uh... When you can just like toss 125 billion in to uh to get the fucking percentage to go lower, then why the fuck does anybody talk about how we're gonna pay for healthcare? Well, exactly, <laughs> exactly, my friend, exactly. Yeah. Hey, how much would it cost to fix the fucking subways? Probably would it cost like, 125 billion dollars? Probably not that much. <laughs> probably not 125 billion dollars. Yeah, what is money at this point? Like when you say numbers like 125 billion, what is money anymore? What is it? Why is it? What is it? How is it? Yeah, Who is it? Seems bad. I don't money, I don't know her. Seems bad. Seems bad. That's oh all. Oh my god. It's a seems bad kind of situation. I wish I could go back to I my naked say. yurt and just live there. It's just a seems bad situation. Jack, are, would you escape society and live in a naked yurt? No, I don't like to be naked like that all the time. You're a never nude. No. 
I just, you know. There's only two options. You're naked all the time or you're a never nude. No. Not uh, not true. I guess that's true. There's somewhere sure in the middle. The, uh, oh, men, women, and children is working. Okay, great. Okay. Um, do we um, uh, continue here? I think we should continue. Let's talk about Lauren Oh, we got lots Duca. on Lauren Duca. I pulled a lot here. This is a big article on Lauren Duca. It's the brand of article that they do it that they do a lot in New York, which I like actually. There was some complaint about this type of article, but I think it's a good thing that you know, there is this type of article, it's the same with Caroline Calloway, where yeah. like people just do like big, long fucking, you know, like fifty page long reports on why one person sucks. Okay. And they're great. They're like well researched and everything like that. But it's this like long report okay. on like this person is sucky and, and so this bad. This time it's about Lauren Duca. Who's who is Lauren Duca? Lauren Duca is a writer. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out in the piece. Will well will someone write an article about how much you suck one day, Jack? I think the odds are fairly high. I they could give their shot. They could give their best shot. They can give their best Someone shot. Someone will do it at some point. They can give their best shot. It's almost an inevitability. We'll see. With Jack. We'll see about that. Well, it, I mean, and is it going to be me? <laughs> will I, mean, I the be the with, one to do it? Yeah. Maybe. All right. Let's have a look here. Seems bad. Um, how did Lauren Duca's revolution backfire? The viral writer wants to galvanize young people with her new book, How to Start a Revolution. But past controversies and a new complaint filed by her New York University students threatened to undermine her message. Hey, I went sketchy cool. I went there. Uh-huh. Um, you really can't blame journalist and activist uh, Lauren Duca for being a little nervous about agreeing to our interview. When I first asked to profile her, uh, I did it over Twitter DM. She agreed and then seemed to get anxious as we got closer to setting a meeting time. Hold on, LOL, she wrote. Uh, are you not following me? Feels like that would be helpful for a profile. Also, not going to lie, that makes me a bit apprehensive. So right off the top, okay. she's like, you don't follow me on Twitter? That makes me like a little nervous. That's weird. Starting there. <laughs> In her short professional life, Duca has been held up as a feminist icon of her generation and a phony quasi-journalist who has taken advantage of a few lucky moments in her life. Oh, savage sentence. The truth, it seems, just depends on what version of herself she allows you to see. Over the past few years, she's become one of the most recognizable faces among a specific type of progressive white feminist, pussy hat wearing activist journalist, less a singular person than a representative of a particular corner of the hashtag resistance. After working as a teen Vogue columnist, a Twitter personality, and a television talking head, and most recently an author writing about democracy and citizenship, the highs and lows of the viral economy seem to be taking their toll on her. Got it. Uh, That was quite a paragraph, Jack. Quasi phony yeah. journalist. Uh, December 2016 was a big. So this is like what this is. You know, uh, um, this is like kind of giving the backstory on who Duca is. Uh, so she essentially. I, I wrote have to this, say, I like I like this type of article. Me too. They're I, fun. It is fun. They're fun. Somebody just should do one for me too. Should I do a parody <laughs> of one of these about you? <laughs> like a black and white picture just from of the me? perspective of us, like being divorced yeah. or something. We're never um, going to get divorced, by the way. No, Jack's never. The love of my life. Uh, December 2016 was a big month for Duca. Uh, a few weeks before uh, her Carlson appearance, she went on Tucker Carlson, and Tucker Carlson was a like shithead to her. And as they were cutting away from her, like yeah. they were trying to get her off the air, she said, "Like you're a sexist pig," and you yeah. kind of see her say it, but like 
f- fades her off or whatever. And so she got some profile for that, right? Okay. Um, and she also had written this article, Donald Trump is gaslighting America, right? Uh, uh, which was in Teen Vogue and got passed around everywhere. Yeah. She writes I- about I how frequently, uh, uh, you know, she puts in clear terms, like, why everyone feels so hopeless and, you know, talks about how Donald Trump uh, uh, gaslit America. Uh, the Tucker vid is good. I actually I watched it and I was like, yeah, the Tucker video is not bad. Hey, it's like, good to she's do like, stuff like that's cool. It's good to call a sexist pig a sexist pig. Yeah, that was cool. Um, in months after her gaslighting piece, uh, the media couldn't get enough of Duca. She was profiled by the New York Times, gave commencement speeches, appeared on uh, countless television shows, won awards for excellence in journalism, was profiled by the Today Show, continued writing for Teen Vogue until 2018, and has amassed nearly half a million Twitter followers. Okay, cool. uh, whether the, whatever the general public might think of her personal politics, her book How to Start a Revolution is being published on uh, September 24th. Uh, the 178-page manifesto has the lofty goal of laying the groundwork for redemocratizing for a redemocratizing moment as it might be built out of the untapped potential of young people. Okie doke. Um, according to the book jacket, it's been blurred by heavy hitters, including Dan Rather, Janet Mock, and Ariel Levy, the latter calling Duca the millennial feminist warrior cr- queen of social media. Wow. Okay. Um, she also spent this past summer teaching uh, the Feminist Journalist, a six-week New York University journalism course for both high school students and college students. After she agreed to the interview, she also acquiesced to letting me sit in on the final day of her class. She asked her students to come prepared with Oh, a- so she's doing the NYU like summer program. Yes. So it's like... Yeah, the whole high school students take that. She yeah. asked her students to come prepared with questions for her for what would be an AMA-style session in Washington Square Park. Her students sat in a circle around her in the wet grass. It was, what I am, it was, I imagine, exactly what Tucker Carlson would envision a liberal journalism class might be. A bunch of kids from varied backgrounds, ethnicities, orientation, and gender identities who could each afford a $6,500 class uh, wearing T-shirts that say gender queer or kill patriarchy. Hey, NYU is expensive uh, as fuck. In the park... Uh, Duca praised her students for their ideas and pitches. You so totally learned what I was trying to teach you. Uh, nearly four weeks after the course ended, however, her students sent a collective formal complaint to the heads of NYU journalism about Duca's content uh, okay. conduct. We are disappointed at the department and not NYU for hiring a professor with more interest in promoting her book than teaching a group of <laughs> students eager to learn, they wrote. In the days after the course ended, several of the students reached out to me to share more of their concerns. Her ability to exploit the, exploit the movement is really frustrating, uh, one former student said. So she was 25 when all the stuff was going down with her, uh, and she's like 28 now. So she was 25 when she wrote the Donald Trump is gaslighting America piece or whatever. Um, she was open about talking about some of her controversies that have surrounded her when t when the teen vogue gaslighting piece came out some people argued she had ripped off a huff post piece from earlier that year oh, wow. let's have a look at the two here's donald trump is gaslighting america and, by by lauren duca and in this scorched the- earth op-ed lauren duca takes on trump's systematic attempts to destabilize the truth and weaken the foundations of american freedom um here's the one from like March of that year, Donald Trump is successfully um, conning the entire country. The GOP frontrunner is gaslighting okay. us, a technique that involves lying, then feigning outrage when caught. Uh-oh. So that's not perfect. Not perfect. Uh, we'll go back. It's not, th- and she she doesn't mention the article in our interview specifically, but she has admitted she doesn't think she reinvented the wheel. It's not that I've come up with some crazy idea, you know, uh, uh, I nailed a moment in the culture, expressed something that people feel and haven't been able to precisely express. I'm bolstering their foundation of information so they feel the confidence upon which to act. Duca understands that going viral on the internet is hitting them at the, mo- at the right time in the right way. That's fine. Uh, the book also, her book, there's the cover uh, with like... Uh, Classic Pots America like, stuff. The, 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 
why all the fucking liberals are so obsessed with George Washington uh, and like these, like dude. a slave owner and like re re it's it's the fucking Hamilton thing. It is the Hamilton thing. It's like Hamilton we should not like love George Washington, the fucking slave owner aristocrat. You yeah, know what we I mean? Love George Washington. And yes, this is the like Pod Save America aesthetic, and also some weird. There's weird. It's weird. It's a little weird. The book has some She's confusing. She's kind of using the Netflix font. Uh huh. Uh, the book has some confusing factual errors, too. In one chapter, Duca uses the infamous 1964 d- murder of Kitty Genovese as a case study for the bystander effect, when in fact the specific myth around Genovese's murder has long been debunked. Though she uses this comparison, she also concedes on the next page that the events are disputed. Okay? Finished copies of the hardcover printing also come with this erratum slipped in. On page 29, reporter David Fulkenflick is incorrectly identified as a media consultant for the NRA. Mr. Fulkenflick works at National Public Radio, where he is a media correspondent. Okay, oh. so she, like, accidentally called someone the fucking media guy for the NRA when he actually works at NPR. NPR. Not NRA, NPR. Well, in, in her defense, the P and R kind <laughs> of look like the same letter. Uh, 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 you know, R... Famously, is just P with a little leg on it. Yeah. Yeah. Joe says, click this link. Oh, my mm, fucking. Later, later, Whoa. Later, later. No, no. It's nine minutes ago. Breaking news, everybody. <laughs> okay. Breaking news. As you may know, over the weekend, Felicity Huffman was sentenced to 14 years in a federal penitentiary. What did she do, you asked? 14 years? Was she a bank robber of some sort? No. Was she a, a great train robber, you asked? No. Iron the shirt, now, dude. All the Felicity Huffman was guilty of, friends, is trying to give her children a decent education. It's not 14, 14 years. years. I still can't believe they would give 14 years to, the, even if she was wrong. You know? 14 days. 14 it's... days, I say. <laughs> that would be the perfect time, actually. Oh, wow. Well, okay. That would be justice. 14 days. Anyways, uh, join me. Uh, That's the bit, I guess. Bring justice for this injustice. Hashtag free Felicity. Let's get this done. He's having a rough one. I feel for him. That that sucks. I hate to see uh, stuff like that. A because, flailing bit. And also just Norm at all is, is bumming me out. He also just... Um, this was what? Off the heels of defending Shane Gillis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, let's go back to this thing. Uh, the, the cover itself, George Washington pop art makeup, of course, has already been readily mocked. Um, privilege comes up often when criticizing Duca, and her book does no favor, does her no favors on this front. Um, like the work of a lot of white women in political writing, the book only fleetingly examines the intersection of race when she talks about political engagement. Before the 2016 election, I only ever stood politics as a spectator sport, she writes early in the book. Once upon a time, it was possible to say, I don't like politics, as if expressing a distaste for olives. Which, of course, makes you ask, who exactly has been so lucky, lucky to spend their entire pre-2016 life thinking this? Yeah, people, <clears throat> people with a certain privilege. Sure. Yeah. Um, while some criticisms uh, directed at Duca are valid, other ones are not, to put it lightly, and some are completely unhinged. While the right attacks without right in humanity, some on the left question her sincerity and movements she writes about engaged in. Plenty of criticisms, according to Duca, are just bad faith argument. An example, she says, is Pride 2017. I ate pussy for the first night, be- first time the night before, and I tweeted the next day, happy Pride to everyone because no one's 100% straight. I was just like pumped. People, women, predominantly in New York media, framed it as if I was all lives mattering pride. She later deleted the tweet after she uh-huh. received backlash. 
She had just eaten pussy, though, and she was just excited. Hey, pussy will do that to you. It is a bad tweet. <laughs> and it is her making it about herself. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Um, and then there are rumors about Duca's time at HuffPost. Now, this is funny as fuck. Uh, there are rumors about Duca's time at HuffPost when she would have been around 24. Allegations. By the way, it is a bad tweet because it's like, are you saying like, like all the homophobes and shit are also not 100%? Like, it's weird. Like, why are you endowing sort of like the LGBTQ thing even on like, I don't know. It's it's hey, not great. Pussy will do that to you. It'll do it to you. She she went, uh, she had a she had a pussy hangover. You had to chow down. Anyway, this is fucking good. Um, and there are rumors about Duca's time at HuffPost when she would have been around 24. Allegations which are practically media lore at this point. Screenshots of her alleged harassment have circulated around media types for years. Screenshots of her alleged harassment? Hmm. In March, Jezebel wrote the first published report about it. Writer Anna Merlin reported that 10 of Duca's former colleagues anonymously alleged that she sent several inappropriate emails to and about her employers and herself. Um, puddy. <laughs> um, puddy. Um, and herself from what was meant to be an anonymous account. Uh-oh. So the accusation is that uh, uh, that Lauren Duca sent a bunch of. <laughs> that's a funny tweet from Will, actually. <laughs> this Lauren Duca lady is something else. I mean, I just ate pussy for the first time last week and you didn't hear me crowing about it. He's just joking. Oh, God. Um. <laughs> um uh, writer Anna Merlin reported that 10 of Duca's former colleagues, uh, still mode, um, former former colleagues anonymously alleged that she had sent several inappropriate emails to and about her, quote, co-workers and herself from what was meant to be an anonymous account. She allegedly referred to one male writer as a bald freak. Another writer was allegedly called an overweight fake blonde. Duca herself was allegedly referred to as a feminazi. Duca's argument at the time was that someone was faking an email account pretending to be her and sending her colleagues harassing mail. Uh. In our interview, she claimed she never read the Jezebel piece and she declined to comment on her time at HuffPost or allegations that she sent her colleagues harassing emails. She didn't reply to Jezebel when they requested comments either. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is Duca Troy? Very good question, Mumbujum. Oh, my God. Duca Troyed herself? And the other writers there. Uh, Duca was hesitant to allow me to join her for the last. Uh... Oh, by the way, she also did like fat people suck tweets and stuff like that. What is she? Me what is she? That. Me in high school? <laughs> I beat you to yeah, it, chat. Yeah, she was chat. like an adult. Beat she was you, an adult. Beat you to it, chat. Yeah, hold on a sec. Let's look at these ones really quickly. Here's uh, a here's some you stuff to from it. Lauren Duca. Lauren Duca, 2012. Of course, they pick a fat girl to read a poem during the opening <gasps> ceremony. Fat girls have a lot of feelings. Oh, my God. That's so fucked up. A chubby up. girl with a sack of candy and wings tied to her back fat just rolled into the gym. Has my cardio sesh induced diabetes fairy delusions? Okay, that's fucked up. Uh, this grad ceremony is being held in the community college auditorium. Nice and convenient for the stupid kids. Jesus. An obese man came to yoga today. The only way he would have seemed more out of place is if the class was conducted in a gynecologist's office. So she's just like one of these people that like was like a com- like trying to be a comedian. You know what I mean? Uh-oh. Whoop, there's more. I swear to Jillian Michaels, there's a girl in the gym eating on the elliptical. She must be on that new nonstop carbs diet. Hashtag fatkins. Damn, the new gym is nice. Fordham fatties, y'all ran out of excuses. Happy Monday, a wheezing little badger of a person is on my machine at the gym. <laughs> a wheezing little badger. Lauren Duca, more like 
Lauren Duke canceled. More like Lauren Dukey, in my opinion. Dukey. Okay. <laughs> These are horrible tweets. And also, I wrote I hate fat people in my private diary when I was, <laughs> she tweeted when this I out. was 16 one time, okay? Yeah. Okay, one time when I was 16, I wrote I hate fat people in my private diary. I accidentally read it on the show, and now yeah. everybody knows about it, but I would yeah. never say that publicly. She, she also said, she said around that, she said, that's something I had to do a ball from. I thought I was fucking fat when I wrote that. So she's like, I thought I was fat it's when not, I was making no. fun of fat it's people. She says she was bulimic too, but you know, she is like, I thought I was fat, and so I was mocking other fat people because of that because i had a fucking i had like body is more or something by the way whatever she's awful she's truly awful duca was hesitant to allow me to join her for her last day of her nyu class and i understood why after her syllabus began circulating on twitter so did the endless mockery the syllabus seemed to focus heavily on personal branding students would have to tweet for 20 percent of their grade and ironically included john ronson so you've been publicly shamed as required reading plus she spelled rashomon wrong she wrote it as Rashoman in the uh, syllabus. Anyway, uh, she, I think they're fucking corny. They're making fun of me <laughs> for putting Twitter, uh, Twitter on my syllabus on Twitter, which is the only place they have a voice. <laughs> Shampoo, you are, you're quite a, oh, you know, you know how to do it. You really know how to, you really know how to needle a little bit. The dollop got accused of, uh, reading other people's articles as, like, the entire thing of the podcast. Uh, I think the bigger issue with that is they weren't, like, acknowledging that it was only from one article. Whatever. This is a great piece in BuzzFeed written by Satchi Cole. And everything that I've been reading to you is from the wonderful Satchi Cole on BuzzFeed News. Anyway, let's continue. Uh, um, <laughs> she is hesitant. To allow me to join her on the last day of NYU class, she spelled Rashomon wrong. Uh, in response to her Twitter trolls, she says, I think that they're fucking corny. They're making fun of me for putting Twitter on my syllabus on Twitter, which is the only place they have a voice. I wish the people who spend a ton of time criticizing me would use that energy to make a thing, to have an idea. All right. Um, a few days after I sat in on Duca's class, I received a number of emails unprompted uh, from her former students who wanted to talk about their six weeks uh, in her class. It was an interesting experience, to say the least, one student wrote. Out of uh, <laughs> out of 10 students, five spoke to me on the record under the condition of anonymity, specifically due to fear of reprisals from Duca or any of her professional connections. All of them had similar allegations against Duca and the class's structure that she didn't follow her own syllabus, that she spoke often and inappropriately about her personal life, and that she would belittle and yell at students, and most pressingly, that she targeted one student in particular. All of the students wrote a formal letter of complaint to NYU and signed it. Sincerely, the, quote, fem feminist journalist class, summer 2019. By the way... One of the things she was uh, criticized for is that she called it a feminist journalist class uh, and did not include works by any feminist writers and certainly not by any women of color. Uh, when I reached out to Duca Yikes. for her comment on the complaint, she started by saying, I guess I'm not a teacher. Okay. Most of the students had never taken any sort of structured journalism class before, and their ages ranged from high school students to college students in their mid-20s, some of whom had had a few internships under their belts. Uh, there was no syllabus or clear expectations of what she would be teaching us. The class kind of banded together with each other uh, to teach each other things uh, so that we wouldn't be the subject of Lauren's wrath, said one student. I was expecting to learn how to write an article. 
Lauren says. Uh, Lauren says, I created a dynamic, experimental, ever-evolving course structure that pulled from my syllabus, added things in based on our conversation, and allowed each of them to individually craft their pieces, and I watched the pieces evolve over the course of the semester, Duca said in response. I think that they, on some level, internalized some of the objectives, whether they know it that explicitly or not. Okay. Uh, all five students uh, alleged that Duca's class was disorganized in a master class in Duca's personal life. Uh, Duca responds, the point of it is that I'm oversharing all the time. And I think that, yeah, some people like it, some people don't. Apparently, you fucking hate it, but that's fine, Duca told me. <laughs> they said she would vanish for 30 to 45 minutes per class to meditate. What? It was a three-hour class, and we took a break, and I would meditate for 15 minutes, and they would be gone getting snacks and stuff, Duca responded. You shouldn't meditate in the middle. <laughs> what? You shouldn't and, meditate in the middle. Meditate after. And that the class was a waste of six weeks for all of us, and we don't want anyone to make this mistake again. They claimed Duca would snap at them for small problems, accuse them of having not done the readings, and never actually read any of the assignments they submitted to her. Duca responded that she did read the assignments, though she added, it's okay if I'm not a great teacher because I'm great at lots of other things. <laughs> Criticize me for something, Jack. Um, you know, Kate, sometimes uh, uh, we leave the dishes out too much. I'm not a great dishes washer, but I'm great at other things. <laughs> but the most galling is that all the students... Here's what you gotta do. If it turns out that a piece starts to seem like it's like nasty to you or something like that, Right. Don't take the phone calls and don't get fucking mad to a reporter. Don't get mad to a reporter. Never get mad to that a reporter. That should be like if it starts a to no seem bad. Let me. If, that... it, if especially if you're a journalist, like it's it's like very easy to be like, let me give you a call back on this one. That's... Don't get mad at a journalist, you fool. <laughs> She's a reporter. Bonus ten. I just realized Duca backwards is a cud, which is food that returns from the stomach to the mouth to be chewed for the second time. Maybe Lauren Duca, she should do the same for her opinions. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah, she does work at, uh, she has worked at a lot of news outlets and stuff yeah. like that. She's a journalist, so she kind of knows when things are on the record and off the record. She, uh, yeah, don't yell at a journalist. Um, don't get but the mad most at galling uh, is that all of the students, both in interviews and the formal complaint at the college, claim that Duca went out of her way to target one student in particular, an exchange student who was visiting New York for school. Her English wasn't perfect, but that's hard, a student told me. She came from another country. She was very courageous for taking the class. Yeah. The students claim that Duca would unfairly admonish this particular individual in class. We all clocked it two or three classes in, said a classmate. They claim that Duca said the student won't have a lot to say during class presentations and that she refused to accept assignments from this student while accepting them from others, and she called her work basic and vague, and that during one class, Duca made the student cry during a one-on-one -on -one meeting. To this, Duca responded, I said you need to do the work. She cried. Like, come on. Is that targeting? What am I supposed to do? You didn't do the work. Here's a trophy. God, anyone, when anyone's Here's like... Here's a trophy. As soon as anyone's like held... Trying to get held accountable for anything at all, they suddenly go become like uh, Joe Rogan. It's so true, yeah. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? Duca is, is a bad person. Uh, the, that day was the day I decided there was no way we're going to let this, this person teach students again. It was awful. It was absolutely awful, one of the students told me. She definitely picked favorites, and she picked people she blatantly didn't like, said another. In the complaint the students who wrote to NYU, they said that Duca consistently targeted this student on the basis of a communication difficulty that the student cannot change. Okay, so... So Duca was mean to this person because they don't speak English that well. That's not fair, and that's fucked up. We have received and a complaint... And a touch xenophobic. Yeah. Uh, 
Ampe. Ampe. We have received a complaint pertaining it's to Miss Duca's... It's almost time for your croissant. I know. Uh, we have received a complaint pertaining to Miss Duca's course only yesterday and are carefully assessing it. Conover, the guy who runs the J School over there, told me in an email statement on September 12th, after our review, we will determine the best course of action, uh, course of action and the best interest of our students and their education. Uh, incidentally, uh, when I le- what I learned from the BuzzFeed story on Whoa, Duca... Wait, is this, this is, a, this is tweet. a tweet from somebody else. This is a tweet from someone in response to the article. Yeah. What I learned from the BuzzFeed story on Duca is that the lousiest instructor I had in J School at NYU is now the director of the program, the one assessing the complaints about her class. This guy once assigned us to think of ideas for him to pitch. Amazing place. Nah, fucking way. All right, this is the end of Duca here. As I com- as I continued asking Duca for more comment on the specifics of the complaint, she became more and more agitated. You should uh, you should put in there that my tone was extremely okay. You should put in there that my tone was expressly pissed off and frustrated. So. Here's someone who's a journalist aware that they're being quoted for an article because they're telling the other journalist how to frame it in the article and still getting pissed off embarrassingly uh, in a way that, like, is going to fuck up her career. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe not. Um, you should put in there that my tone was expressly pissed off and frustrated, Duca told me. You're being so fucking hard on me, Sketchy, and I really, 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 really would ask you if you'd be grilling a man in this same way. It's amazing. The shit I have endured to continue to sustain a voice where I'm just fighting every inch for the same thing that I think you want, which is public power and equality, and I'm trying my goddamn best, okay? The line went silent, and I asked Duca if she was still there. She was, and she continued questioning me about my motives around this article before saying, Congratulations, you thrillingly, thrillingly adept journalist. You have discovered that Lauren Duca is not perfect. Put it in the headline, baby. <laughs> White feminists are uh, on one. It's weird to be... Uh... White liberal feminists yeah. are on one. Anyway, NYU does give like teaching jobs like to I don't know. I went to NYU and I had this I was a dramatic writing major and I had this screenwriting teacher who had like never written a screenplay (laughs) and they just hired her because like she was like a famous like. You know, yeah. Israeli documentary. Just a, like or someone something. who like had a credit she, or something. She was a documentary. It's because it's all supposed to look good in the fucking. She, she had like a documentary that. NYU. She she had a documentary that like I don't know was like famous or something. They need a place to put her, so they yeah. like threw her in a, a in a screenwriting I, I'm class. I'm telling you that all, everything we had to like we had to like teach ourselves how to write a screenplay, and then like I think we did end up filing a complaint <laughs> just like this class. Like the school is so expensive that like every class feels like you know you like have to get something out of it or else you literally do lose like. Yeah. Eight thousand dollars. Yeah, like, no, they. Uh, it's so. It's so. You know, it's so I, I really think what NYU does and what every college does is they're building it for the like for the pamphlet. You know what I mean? They're building it so that it like looks good in the pamphlet. It's a bunch of people that have recognizable names and that have like impressive credits. It does not fucking matter if they can teach anything and if they can actually do anything. It's just meant for. Uh, it's meant to like be exciting for people to like you know so that they can like send their kids there. By the way, it's a private school. Ye boy in the chat says, "Isn't it the most expensive public school?" It's it's actually a private university, yeah. but it oh, and it also is a real estate company. Yeah, just like uh, just like fucking Liberty University. It owns um so much real estate in New York City. It might be the the company that owns the most real estate in New York City. Yeah, besides like I don't know the Catholic Church or something. Um, anyway, I dropped out of college too. Yeah. Everyone can do that. 
Unless um, you want to be a doctor or something. NYU, like, when I went, was, like, the number one. They were really proud that they were the number one, like, dream school. They, like, really want people. They it's really about want, the pamphlet. It's all just really, about the pamphlet. It, they it's really like want to, like, advertising. pitch themselves as, like, this is the dream school that you want to go to. It's, the, it's like, the pamphlet. It's just the brochure. It's just the pamphlet. <laughs> Listen, I had a lot of fun at NYU. I'm sure it's a lot of fun. I should have just gotten an apartment and moved to New York. I'm sure it's a lot of fun. I'm sure it's a lot of fun. It was great. It was great. Yeah. I'm in a lot sure of a lot debt. Of yeah. I'll probably never yeah, be. Like $100, I'll, I'll or something. I'll probably you know? never be out of debt. Yeah. But that's fine. Yeah. All right. It was fun. Hey, you know what? I, I uh, did a class on something that I actually Epstein could theories. teach or whatever. And I think I did a pretty good job with it. What? Uh, the fucking late night class. Yeah. But I just didn't like doing it. Yeah. So I stopped doing it. <laughs> I think you're a good teacher, actually. Jared. I don't like to do it. Um, I'm probably better than Lauren Duca. Um, should we look at the serial killer Dem donor or should I go get the chocolate croissant? Uh, I think we should get the chocolate croissant. Okay. So let's, uh, we're going to take a quick break. Take like a 15 we're going to get the number break. one croissant. Not going to be ready for another half hour. So. Got to wait a half hour here. Back in under five. Under six. That's so sad, actually. Not going to be ready for a half hour. So should we do it for, for Kate Paint? Maybe we'll pop over. There was no line at all. I so walked right up to the do window. Do you want to go back in a half fools. an hour? You could go back in a half an hour. No problem whatsoever. Do Just walked right up to the window, and they're like, it's not going to be ready for a half hour. Do you want to go back at 840? Sure. Maybe I will. For the end of the show, last bit of the show. Maybe I will. Maybe I will for the end of the show. Back in under five. That's weird. What? All right, let's talk about right. Ed fucking Buck. Uh, right? Well, yeah, there's a um, serial killer named Ed Buck who's a fucking Democratic donor. We're going to very briefly go through it because he got arrested, and it's fucking disgusting. It's this guy. This guy's disgusting. Uh, preyed on the most like vulnerable people that there are. Okay, we've got to watch two minutes. I forgot we had one before this. Before we talk about this serial killer guy, time for minute number five we'll of men, of, women, and children. We'll it's talk. another women, men, women, and children, folks. As we watch, we're gonna watch minutes five and six of uh, men, women, and children. Give me one sec here. The uh, 2014 Jason Reitman film about the internet bad. And hey, we're all gonna band together to. Pause it in if time nudity begins, if nudity's about to happen, then we're gonna have to stop it somehow. Yeah. All right, we're gonna do it. This is minute number what? <laughs> what minute is this? Uh, five. Minute number five. Let's do it. Jesus. Okay. Don't Careful. show it. I'm gonna pick this down and have okay. a watch here. I'll watch off. Adam Sandler's watching the porno, yeah, okay. and there are there breasts are on breast screen. Glimpses. Okay, he's watching the porno. I'm gonna go back to the minute movie. You can see how he Help reacts think to back the porno. To his own childhood, when he discovered his father's secret stash of magazines. While that's close. Okay, take it down again. Wait, let's watch this whole minute, just and narrate it. Okay, so that she's, she's writhing, writhing on, on the, the ground. ground. Well, we have to hear the sound. So give me a second here. Okay. She's okay, now. Uh, now he's enjoying watching it. He felt it. a sadness about not being a part of that moment for his son. A moment he considered to be an intrinsic part of growing up. Almost a passing of the torch. Oh. 
That's okay. Yeah, take it back down for a sec. She's eating like a. Okay, he's okay, about to jack back, off. Back up. All right. Good afternoon, teachers. Like many Love Texas this. high schools. All right, that's minute five. Love the Jesus. The creative idea to put the the feeds. And Does this whole movie have porn interspersed? Oh my fucking god! I'm gonna have to watch this and censor Pride it. Pride of East no, Easter was their football does. program. The key to their junior varsity team winning district was sophomore running back Tim Mooney, a one-man scoring oh, okay. machine that had carried them to victory as a freshman. All the posters in the school, you had to deface mine. Kate picked this one, so if I you hate it... I thought it was an improvement. You think this is funny? DTF? I know what DTF means. Tim, come on back. I just thought about it a lot, and... Sports just sort of seem a little... pointless. Well, sports are not pointless, Tim. These are the best years of your life. You don't just throw God's gift. All right. That's minutes five and six, everybody, of men, women, and children. That's uh, minutes five and six. All right. <sighs> let's just do it really briefly. Uh, Ed Buck, Democrat donor, charged with operating a drug house after two men dead in his home. Now, the charge of operating a drug house is slightly lower charge than being a serial murderer preying on uh, the most vulnerable people, young uh, black gay men, uh, and actually flying them in from other states to... Uh, get them addicted and overdosed on drugs. Um, you know, it's just slightly different from running a drug house uh, when he's a serial murderer who uses drugs to kill people. Uh, prominent Democratic donor and LGBTQ act political activist Ed Buck was arrested Tuesday and charged with operating a drug house with prosecutors calling him a violent sexual predator who preys on men struggling with addiction and homelessness. It's a fucking monster. It's a fucking monster. Um, he's accused of injecting a 37-year-old man who overdosed but survived with methamphetamine on September 11th of all days. Uh, hey. Latest incident comes after two men were found dead in his Laurel Apartment Avenue in West Hollywood. In both cases, African-American men uh, had overdosed on methamphetamine inside. After the first death in 2017, authorities said that there was insufficient evidence to file charges. I don't like this. Yeah. Uh, the latest victim, uh, identified in court papers as Joe Doe, went to Buck's apartment on September 4th, where Buck personally and deliberately administer administered a large dose of, dose of methamphetamine, prosecutors said. Concerned he was suffering an overdose, the man left the apartment to seek medical help, like snuck out and tried to fucking find help. Like he late. returned to the apartment on September 11th uh, when Buck again injected him with two dangerously large doses of methamphetamine. Uh, they they say Buck thwarted the man's attempts to get help. The man eventually fled the apartment and called 911 from a gas station. This is a serial killer. This is a serial killer. This you know is who, a serial you know killer. Who has to flee to call 911 from a gas station? Victims of serial. This is a killers. serial killer. This is like a fucking. This is like a serial killer. He's taking the hospital for treatment. Sheriff's investigation. This is like in like we've known about this. It's like the third. But when you're a big time Democratic donor, it's like you get it's like a, you Dip get like Shed three or four. Jeffrey yes. Dahmer esque. Yeah. I think we've known it for like two years. There was a huge article in November about how like someone had just died, and that was uh, that already was like oh someone this had died before fact. then. Ed Buck is short for Edward Bernard Peter Buck Melter Subway One Thousand Bonus. Ed Buck is short for Edward Bernard Peter Buckmelter. Is that true? I don't even know. I have to say, like, 
it's so sad because this is preventable because we knew this guy had a pattern of this. Yeah, no, this was in November. We talked about this on this show, but in, even in November, they were like, it was like someone died at Ed Bug's place, and that was already a pattern. That was like someone died the same way that another person died. But when you're a big time Democrat donor, and when you like, you know, have given money and ran for fucking office in West Hollywood and everything like that, you get like three kills. You get like three open kills before they'll do anything. The if you're, if you're, one will get you. Maybe not even then necessarily. Not even then necessarily, but you at least get three for sure. Oh my um, god! Uh, open kills. Open. Kills. Open kills. Uh, they concluded that more died from uh, this was uh, the, uh, the other one, uh, methamphetamine overdose in a Buck's apartment, which was littered with drug paraphernalia, including twenty four hypodermic needles and five glass pipes as well as sex toys uh, they found more naked on a mattress in the living room the coroner's report said they ruled his death an accident uh, but in August 2017 they launched a new investigation they found Moore's notebook indicating that he used drugs with someone whose name is redacted interesting uh, Ed Buck is the one to thank Moore appears to have written he gave me my first injection of crystal meth just a fucking serial killer. There he is with uh, uh, Adam Schiff, our congressman. Boo. There's our. There's a serial killer named Ed Buck with our uh, with our congressman. He fucking looks like Adam a serial Schiff. killer. There's the. Uh, He's there's got our, like soulless little there he is serial with, uh, killer Ted eyes. Lue. There he is with Ted Lieu, our uh, our serial killer Democrat donor, and of course here's Hillary Clinton posing with his classic distinctive. Bow tie. He always wears a bow tie. He likes to wear a bow tie. And there's Hillary having some fun holding up one of Ed Buck's distinctive bow ties. Epstein theories. Epstein theories. All right. Depressing. Fucked up. You know, I kind of wanted to get through it quick because uh, it's a truly horrendous story. But, you know, it's worth talking about that there was a big time Democrat donor, West Hollywood uh, guy, rich man who's a serial killer. It's also worth Noting that the victims here are clearly not priorities. No. Because, like, they're, like, queer men of color. Yeah. Like, black men. Like, it's fucked up. Like, yeah. God fucking damn it. I hate I hate this story. It really depresses me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, it's really fucked up. It's uh, not that good. Uh, let's uh, see him getting arrested. All right. If anything good has come out of this, at least we get to watch. We get to watch the people get arrested, at least. You got a backup cam in this thing? There he is. There's Democrat donor Ed Buck. Handcuffed. Handcuffed in the back of the in the in the cop car. We'll get to see the orange jumpsuit perhaps at some point. There he is. There he is. Rough night. I mean, hopefully justice gets served for the victims and their families. This guy should not get away with this. Here we go. He's got something on his forehead, like an injury or something. I know this street. Oh, yeah. I used to have improv rehearsal here on right this street. here right at WeHo, yeah. This there is right by the Gelson. Fucking crazy times. All right. It's embarrassing when they do this. I got paraded around my streets. All my neighbors knew I was a hardened criminal, says Dr. Fuzz. Well, it's good that it happened to Ed Buck. Well, it's good that it happened happened to Ed Buck. It shouldn't happen to Dr. Fuzz or people like Dr. Fuzz who do um, what what they're getting arrested for. is not a crime at all. There's Ed Buck and Chris Christie. 
There he is with Hillary. Hey, Jerry Brown. John Damico, the West Hollywood Council member. Adam Schiff, Ed Buck. Dem Party Chair, Eric C. Baum. Awful. Ed Buck. There we go. Awful. All right. Uh, In like, also very depressing news. Hey, it's not a Wednesday fun day anymore. Not a fun day hump day. Uh, Aaron Carter's going through it. I got. I want to come back. I actually want to go to the DNC uh, next year. I'm, I'm thinking. Of, I think I'm probably going to do it. What the hell is this? Uh, Nick Carter has got has filed for a restraining order against his brother Aaron Carter over his increasingly alarming behavior. Huh. Um. He announced that he's obtaining a restraining order. Wow. He has a pregnant wife, I guess. Jesus. Because Nick said that his brother had confessed to having thoughts about harming Nick's pregnant wife. I mean, this is dark Ew, stuff. Boy. Aaron Carter is a child star, former child star, who's just like, you know, has some serious like mental health struggles. Here's the statement from Nick Carter. And he hashtags, hashtag mental health, hashtag gun control now, hashtag gun control. In a notes app post on Twitter, Nick Carter writes, after careful consideration, Jesus. my sister Angel and I regret that we were required to seek a restraining order against our brother Aaron today. In light of Aaron's increasingly alarming behavior and his recent confession that he harbors thoughts and intentions of killing my pregnant wife and unborn child, we were left with no choice but to take every measure possible to protect ourselves and our family. We love our brother and truly hope he gets the proper treatment he needs before any harm comes to himself or anyone else so there's someone me- mega spell in the chat is saying and it's you know we should uh, acknowledge it this is most likely a be- uh, it's a uh, probably a pr move to hide the fact that nick has been accused of aaron of being a massive rapist uh nick is most likely abusing the stigma of mental health to discredit aaron maybe however i watched a documentary i watched the boy band delusion uh the lou perlman documentary um that was like made i think with like uh uh with you know lance bass and all these people uh um and Aaron Carter does not have does not seem to be having I mean, I'm sure he's gone through a lot of mega fucked up stuff, but he was like defending Lou Perlman in that and does not seem to be in a good state. You know what? He I, doesn't seem to be in a good he, state. You know, I don't know. I don't know if it's fair for Nick to be tweeting that he got the restraining. Yeah, order I think that's true. Yeah. I feel like there's why that's weird. To that, do. I, I, I actually who like why does everyone I, even I know? I completely understand the need to uh to have boundaries and disconnect from people in your family, well, in your family, if thing. they're threatening violence or, yeah. and they're struggling mental health, and it's against you, like that's actually in, very common. Yeah. And um, I don't know. And like, it's okay to disconnect. Olympia from says too, though, maybe to get ahead family. of it before TMZ digs it up. It's like that's all. True. I mean, I guess because it's public info. I don't know. My heart goes out to the whole Carter family, especially Aaron Carter, who's struggling with mental health yeah. right now, because he's on a tweet storm about the whole thing. I'm not going to read them. Yeah. But um, yeah. I don't know. It's sad. Yeah. Aaron, anyway. I, Aaron, I guess I don't know much I don't about know. it either. It sounds the whole world of everything that went on with Lou Perlman and how little those guys got paid and how much it was like a weird, you know, like like I, 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 I don't think that they were kind to all those young men is what I think. I don't think so. I think everyone's having a rough time over there and, and all uh, the parents who like who like uh, conscribed them to this weird guy, Lou Perlman, the blimp operator scam artist. Um Perhaps they did a bad job uh, raising their children. Aaron Carter is the one who beat Shaq. I guess he's had. I mean, to go from that to this sucks. He beat Shaq in one on one. 
He suffers um, on the doc. He went on the doctors last week, that TV show. Yeah. And he and Aaron Carter said he uh, suffers from multiple personalities disorder, schizophrenia, acute anxiety, and he's manic depressive. He says he takes medication to treat his conditions. I mean, that is a quite a hand to be dealt to have to struggle between those very serious mental health diagnoses. Um, so like. It sucks. Like it sucks. There's people close to me that are have you know similar situations, and it's like yeah. hard for everyone involved, especially like the family. I don't even know why I'm reporting on this. It's like depressing. Well, we can move I on. I guess then. it's good to talk about. It's good to talk about mental health struggles and like how it affects families. I guess. I guess we'll just move it's on. Sad. It's sad. Middle ditch. <laughs> this is some fun. Okay. You know what? This is wild. Okay. This do you is know wild. About this? I do. I do. I Did read you this. read about it? Libby, Libby, I read the screenshots Libby Watson pulled, and that's pretty much what I have pulled All right. here. Yeah, pull it, pull it up. So Middle Ditch has announced that he's a Well, that he's a swinger. swinger. And the question is whether but he or not, said but his was, wife might not be. He basically, like, the interview goes that he said he was a swinger. Yeah, because he he told his let's, wife he couldn't do marriage. Let's let's read this. Uh, you and you and one of the Godzilla writers visit a swingers club with your partners during production. Are you and Molly, your wife of four years, familiar with the swinging scene? I don't know how much I can say because I hold on. Hold on. I don't know what I can say because I don't want my. How? What does he do? How does he talk? Know, he's he's just not that. He doesn't. He's not that good. I, I'm not that. What the fuck is with? Why does anyone give a shit about Thomas Middleditch? He's, I don't know. I, I, this is not a funny guy. He's famous for being in like T-Mobile commercials. Uh, and he's in that show Silicon Valley, I guess. That, this, that makes him a star. He's famous for being in the fucking Silicon Valley commercials. It's really, no, or in the, in the Verizon commercials. He is a famous person though. And, the, and he comes off kind of bad in the. Oh, awful. Uh, I don't right, know how much listen, I can say because I don't want my wife to get mad at me. Only after I got married, I was like, Molly, I'm sorry, but we have to get non-traditional here. To her credit, instead of saying, fuck you, I'm out, she said, she was like, let's figure this out. To be honest, swinging has saved our marriage. Uh, we have different speeds and we argue over it constantly, but it's better than feeling unheard and alone that you have to scurry in the shadows. Uh, by the way, it's now called being part of the lifestyle. The term swinging is old. Okay. Well, what about Polly? Yeah, I don't know. He's like, my wife didn't like it, but it was better than me just like lying to her and cheating. Like I usually do. Like what I would have done otherwise. I was like, I would have just cheated on you. He, I don't know. I'm getting whiffs of he's a bad guy. <laughs> I'm getting whiffs of that. Let's go on break for just a moment here. What? And everything in my life treats me like a jerk. Every single thing I have likes to humiliate me. What about me? There's just a story <laughs> that does confirm that that he's not a good guy. But we don't want to. But talk I don't want to say it because the person for, the... for whom it happened. Yeah. I don't want to like out. They don't want to out him as being the person they've told their story. Yeah. But there's more than just this about why Middleditch is not kind to the women he, that with. he is with. Um, that's what I would say. Keep going with these screenshots here. Um, do you have any advice for couples who may be exploring that lifestyle for anything sexual, whether in terms of sex act or identity or kink? You want to know where the walls of the box are. Molly and I have created our own rules, and compared to most people we've met who do this kind of thing, our rules are strict. Are strict. We're not off on our own. We're together, a unit. It's like a perpetual state of management and communication to the point where it's like, all right, we've got to stop. Chill. I'm gas, and she's brakes. This is a red flag moment. 
Listen, I, I'm... F- this I- is actually the premise for a comedy series we're <laughs> writing together. Uh-oh. Wow. Everything. A lot. It's a lot. Okay. No, and, and I don't want this to be misconstrued as we're against people who are poly, because that's, I feel like, no, di- I think, a if, I think if everyone is, if, if you're both equally poly and into it, I think that's all okay. It's, I think when one person is like, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this, I'll do it because I have to. Well, when one person's gas and one person's brakes, that's not. It's a little as... weird. <sighs> and then when you're also making the premise of a comedy series you're writing together. <laughs> Dipshed in the chat says, Kate's gas and Jack's brakes. You've said that the first experience of fans wanting to sleep with you, he wants to fuck fans is all it is. Uh-huh. It's just like he's, he's also, like famous now. Also, it's a weird power now. dynamic. Yes. Of fuck. like, oh, we'll just like like pluck up some young fans and fuck them. <laughs> You've said that the first you had the first experience of fans wanting to sleep with you as a second city improv performer on cruise ships. Has that sort of atten- attention increased? Uh, personally, that's one of the trickier elements of it all because Molly doesn't get that, and and yet she has to witness it. I'm like, come on, what about this chick who's obviously really into me? And Molly will say, yeah, she's into you. Where do I fit in? That that's question comes the up. Saddest sentence. <laughs> the wife is not into this. She's like, yeah, that you girl can... likes you, but what about me? If someone was like, if you're like, uh, she doesn't even want him talking about it. Listen, and here he is in like Playboy. Listen, if she. If she wants to come out and do an interview, sure. By all means, I I think she should. But he's now speaking for his wife, yeah, and, and saying she doesn't want him to talk about and it. And he's characterizing her as someone who's not into this. Yeah, that's what he's saying when he says that. Yeah, she's not into it. Where do I fit in? Is is him characterizing her as kind of like a, a moping about it? Um, right? Am I wrong? Are you concerned that speaking about this publicly could inadvertently make you the face of a lifestyle? Middle ditch. I would be honored to be the face of something. I don't give a fuck, but my wife is more private, so I have to juggle that. I don't give a fuck, but my wife cares. Thank I would be honored geez. to be the face of a movement. My wa- I don't give a fuck, but my wife gives a shit. Anyway, here we are. Oh, um, no. I, I, <laughs> I don't think I would ever be the face of a full tilt. My body is your body lifestyle. The perception is you open the door and it's eyes wide shut, which isn't necessarily the case. You can go to that party, of course. The Epstein, Epstein theories. Uh-oh. Epstein theories. This next sentence is weird. Epstein theories. This next sentence is weird. You pay the fee, you'll go. What does that mean? You'll pay the fee, you'll go? Like Epstein theories. So you have theories. to be rich. Is he saying, is it coded language it's that you have to be really rich? I'm just saying he fucks human trafficked people at uh, rich people parties. Okay. It's the wheel of praise. What are we adding here? Being depressed. <laughs> of all Why things. Why would you make Jack praise being depressed? Who put that on there? Oh, sidewise. It's that sidewise. Oh, that's sidewise. I guess, like, because that's usually wh- how you are, and it's good to praise how you are, <laughs> Jack. Oh, goodness. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Let me go to this login really quickly. And, uh, Jack, don't type what you're going to type. I'm just trying to type a no. little thinking face emoji. No, I don't. Well, it's not the other. It's not the other person that that was said. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, do the um, thing here. The spin the wheel. We're gonna add 
we are going to add um, being depressed. Being in games in the chat says open relationship, healthy or shitty, does not equal being poly. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, ah, fair enough. Um, I don't know. I really don't know much about it. I'm so not. I'm, I don't want to be like uninformed in, and, and talk not, about it. I'm I really not, don't know. I'm not incredibly educated on poly yeah. amory, but I. Um, Wheel of praise. Uh, Blue. Glocka Spaniel. Thank you for the sub. Uh, is it Kamala? No, it's like the uh, push ups. Oh, push ups. Okay. All praise right. push ups. I can praise push ups. I think this is an easy one. Uh, guess what? Push ups are good for you, they can cause you to be healthier. By um, increasing the muscles uh, in your arm, I'll tell you what. Whenever I am forced to do push-ups, uh, when I, whenever I am uh, forced to do push-ups uh, uh, as a result of this wheel of praise, it does like make you, it gives you some energy. You know what I mean? It gives you like some nice natural energy. You know what I mean? And uh, uh, and honestly, I feel good about myself that I'm able to do it. Every time I do push-ups, and then everyone and people are like, "That was good form, Jack." Like I like feel good about myself for being able to do push-ups. At a good form, you know. Uh, um, <laughs> Max, come on. Shh. Um, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> push-ups make you feel good about yourself, and they also, you know, actually make you feel healthier. You know what I mean? Uh, Ten uh, seconds. Uh, I praise push-ups. I think it's good to do push-ups, and uh, yeah, uh, give them a shot if you, if you want to feel good, and uh, you know, maybe uh, get a little more tone as well. All right. Do you want to do push-ups for fun? You don't have to do them, but since Fuck. you, since I you mean, no. Okay, now think, you have to do them because oh, you come on. You went back on your praise. Oh, you were about to say God. fuck push-up, and you know you have twenty-four no. hours before you can go back on I your know, praise. I know. You think I don't know that, Shin? <laughs> okay. And then are you gonna? Okay. <sighs> Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Thank you. Rata, ta, ta, ta. Rata, good form. All right. All right. Okay. Good form, Jack. All right. Uh, all right. So back to middle. That's ditch. middle ditch. That's the end of it. That's that's it? The, that's the that's the long and short of it. Uh, He's a swinger. Is his wife? That's to be determined. Sometimes I... He, TBD. No, you didn't finish this. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Um, Talking about this. So the perception is you open the door... ...ten reward yourself with a chocolate croissant. Epstein theories. He says you pay the price, you'll pay the fee, you'll go. Epstein theories. You can go to that party, of course. You'll pay the fee, you'll go. God. My mantra is, how can I explore this with a 1960s peace and love, full understanding, everyone's connected but feels good kind of way? Not every corner is explored, but... You have to be patient. I battle my own needs. Sometimes I'm a ravenous little monster. And how do I calm down? Okay, that's fucking a weird thing to say about yourself. Sometimes I'm a ravenous little monster. Sometimes I'm a ravenous little monster. And how do I calm that down? You know what this the point of this article is for? There's only one reason. He wants the fans to know they can fuck him. Yeah. He's he's sending out he's sending out the Clarion call. I fuck fans. I fuck friends. I fuck fans. That's what he's doing. He's sending out the clarion call <laughs> of I fuck fans. <laughs> you 
<laughs> That's what he's doing. <laughs> All right. Look at porno. What the fuck's wrong with everyone? So it's a panoptic. So much porno is available. You, you gotta we, be a fucking weirdo. Do you even watch porn? No, it's uncouth. You do. You must. Uncouth. I don't know about it. We don't talk uncouth. about our masturbatory habits. It's uncouth. That's how you have a healthy marriage. I thought this was no sex talk Wednesday. Oh god, fuck you. And here I am. Here you are asking me about how I jack off. I thought this was supposed to be no sex Wednesday. Damn it. <laughs> okay. Wait. Someone said something funny, and I lost. What was that? I lost it. It's gone now. All right. I'd have to scroll up to find it. <laughs> Poor girl. <sighs> Poor wife. Yeah. I do feel for the wife. Fuck you, Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Everyone famous is trash. You said it now. What about me? I'm famous. You said it. And you know, and Kate was about to say, you said it, not me. And I'll say, you said it, and I say it too. I'm famous. I say it too. I'm famous. I say it too. I'm famous. All right. I'm famous. I'm famous. Let's advance the topics. Let's ad- famous. Let's advance the topics. Kate is hot. Says Kate is the only good. Bye bye, celebrity. baby. Bye bye, baby. All right. He's probably not going to go, but uh, let's have a look at this anyway because what? It's, Who's uh, Bibby? Bibby Netanyahu. Bibby Netanyahu. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's have a look. He lost his majority yesterday uh, in Israeli. Parliament? Is it called Parliament? I don't know. We the Nesset. The Nesset. The Nesset. The Nesset. He lost Wait, his majority at the, that? the you, Knesset. Jack, don't talk over the... Subway 666 bonus 66. We missed one. I don't hear what it said. Something with the Baldwin roast. Oh. Jack, you can't talk over the, the gem voice. The Nesset. Let's see here. Um, Israel election results. Netanyahu's block fails to secure a majority as 91% of votes are counted. Let's have a look here. Uh, Benny Gantz is ahead of Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu Likud party, according to officials, uh, after 91% of the vote is counted. According to party results, uh, Kahol Avon won 32 of 120 Nesset seats with Likud behind by uh, 31 seats. Netanyahu's block, comprised of white wing and uh, right wing and ultra orthodox parties, uh, currently stands at 55 seats. The center left block has 56 seats. Jack. What? The Clarion call? Just really quick. You want me to play it? Here we go. The clarion call. I fuck fans. I fuck fans. Okay, I get it. I get why everyone thought that was funny. I don't like to watch me. That's what he's doing. He's sending out the clarion call (laughs) of I fuck. He's yeah, okay. out, he's uh, you know, out. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> I love when we watch ourselves. <laughs> a replay, a little replay moment. All right, we, uh, we had a Kenny check. Kenny we had a Kenny check. check I got to do here. So give me just one He's moment right here. Us, actually, she's a little little baby, baby, baby. Look how messy our fucking studio is. I, it's embarrassing. We should feel shame. Tiny baby, tiny baby, <laughs> tiny girl, little one. Happy girl. Baby had you get your baby. Baby had you get the baby. Baby had you get the baby. Tiny baby had you get the baby. Little one. Little baby. J.R. Alamode says, Baby, how'd you get so plan B? I would like to respond. 
to something that was said in the chat earlier. What? I think it was said by like Jeezy Bobeezy here. What? And I think that they're correct. They were saying that the uh, they're like, go get that croissant. It'll cost more than a lot of people make in, a, in an hour or whatever. They're like, go get that $15 croissant. Is it $15? No. It's still too expensive, but it's only $6. What, what do you have to say to that? It's uh, I, I just have to say How that dare it, you buy it's not $15. It's simply a too expensive $6, but not 15 How dare you buy something? that? How, how do you spend any amount over a dollar? It's six. It's not. It's not fifteen dollars. It's six dollars. How dare you spend any amount? That's unreasonable. I don't think we're gonna get two. That was not the idea to get two. No, we're getting one. Two quasons. One full quason for okay. my for just Jack me. Did ten. Put- they sold out. They sold out, and they don't know when they're gonna be ready with more. They they sold out. And uh I just have to ask Chris. We just have to ask, you know Jack, launch launch Twitch sings, we're gonna sing Hallelujah. Fuck no. Why? To mourn. We already sung Hallelujah just yesterday. Not on the main show. What do you want to ask Francis four four four? What would you like to ask? What's up with Kumail? Nothing. He's a fairly nice guy who really likes movies. He's hot in person. And I I I I I don't know that he has got the best taste in the world and I and I do think that, you know, that he probably cares a little more about his career than other stuff. Uh, but I don't think he's like a bad guy. I just don't think you'll catch him doing anything that could potentially harm his career. One time I saw him in person and he was hot as fuck. And he's very, he's calculated. He was, you like, know? he was like ripped. But he's nice to small people and stuff. I don't know. He like, when we did a branded thing with him for Funny or Die and Maddie and I were like, we're going to go to Buffalo Wild Wings after. And he like came to Buffalo Wild Wings with us with his wife, uh, oddly. That's nice. That's nice. That sounds like a nice guy. But, you know, I don't think he's going to, like, go out of his way to, like, you know, do anything. You know, he's like, cares about his career. He really likes movies and wants to be in mainstream movies. He eats really spicy food. How about that? He eats really spicy food. Because he says he's, like, in Pakistan, they eat, like, really spicy food. I'll tell you this. He ordered the spiciest, the spiciest wing from, uh... From Buffalo Wild Wings, the one that like makes me like cry, actually, like the really fucked up one that you eat as like a joke. And him and his wife just like put it down. Whoa. They like don't even flinch. They just were like cool. eating the hottest hot wing that from rule, Buffalo that, Wild Wings and just rules. like just not having any issue with it at all. I thought that was kind of cool. I have to say. That's cool. That's but cool. I mean, do I like his posts or the movies in it or anything like that? Not really. All right. Well, who cares? Have yeah. I like been a little mean to him on Twitter because he doesn't talk out about like his uh, sex offender friends, even though he like posts about like Harvey Weinstein and shit? Sure. Who cares? Kumail's hot. <laughs> but he eats spicy food. He's hot. And he <laughs> he went with you to Buffalo Wild Wings. That's like basically like doing a... um. Um, what's the thing when the kids have cancer? Make a wish. That's like a make a wish. Am I excited for Eternals? No. 
Not in in the least. I like comics, and I don't give a fuck about the Eternals. And I think it's disgusting that they called Jack Kirby Disney legend Jack Kirby. Oh, that's kind of that like makes me uh want to die. No, <laughs> that they uh that they called him Disney legend Jack Kirby. I was trying to say that Kumail did a Make a Wish by going to Buffalo Wild Wings with Jack. <laughs> 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 I also think he got like $50,000 for appearing in that ad for Gears of War that I got paid like $100 to write all of Did them. Did he pay at Buffalo Wild Wings? I don't remember. Wow. I think he did. Maybe. I think he paid. I I didn't know you back then, but I feel like he would pay. He's a nice guy. He's hot in person. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. All right. Right. He did because Jack was overdrafted. I no longer overdraft. You know, I got the best the best thing ever happened to me. And I got declined at fucking uh, Galaxy's Edge. And I was like so glad. I was like, oh, finally Chase fucking turned off overdrafting. Good Lord. I was so relieved to get fucking declined. I really was. What? They're just gone? Dude, I don't know what the hell the heel is going on. I don't know what the heel is going on. I don't know what the hell. Kate, you're doing um. It's going on. You're doing uh. Yeah. Okay. Muffin party's like you can turn off overdrafting Subway yourself. Five hundred bonus fifty, Jack and Kate. Are you all going to do special Halloween themed names on Twitter? Um. I never do, but should I? I guess. You can turn off overdrafting yourself, but. Oddly, you have to call them. it doesn't work that well. You have to call them. Sometimes if you go on the website and you turn off overdrafting, it doesn't take. It's just a little bug that I don't know why. Uh, you think that they could probably fix something like that. Oh, well. Um, Sometimes it just doesn't take when you go on the website and then turn it off. Do you want to know if Brad Pitt is a fan of Kanye And it costs West you $400. Sunday service. Why is everyone asking if I'm dying? Because he, he did a make-a-wish on you. Oh, yeah, I am. I mean, you're dying of fatty liver disease. Mm -hmm. Slowly. It's getting fatter and fatter. You can actually see now there's a little lump on my side where the fat liver no, is becoming can't. even more obese. No, you can't, Jack. Becoming more obese than ever. No, you can't, Jack. My my, I have an absolutely badonkadonk liver. No, you can't see it. I have an absolutely no. badonkadonk liver at this point. I'm annoyed now. What? I don't like you. <sighs> what? Maybe it's good we didn't get the choco croissant. Got an absolutely badonka donk. Didn't even... yeah. All right, time to watch another minute. They had nothing else that you could have brought us back from. <laughs> Do they serve other breakfast stuff? Uh, they actually were like, we actually don't have our other croissants either, so oh, they I don't like know nothing? when they'll be ready. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we could got the sandwich or something like that. We're about to watch minute number seven. Um, yeah, everyone talked, like, Champ is mentioning it again, that, uh, the Kevin Spacey acutes are died. Yeah, you know, uh, we showed that a little <laughs> earlier on the show, but the massage therapist who had a lawsuit that claimed to be sexually assaulted by Kevin Spacey has died. That's us. No further details. This is the guy from the Nantucket huh. case, right? I don't know if it's the same guy as the Nantucket case who dropped his case. Okay. Huh. Fuck. This is fucked up. He was on a boat. Hmm. Yeah. That would be interesting. All right. Was he? I don't know about that. I don't know if he actually was on a boat. Let's watch a minute Men, seven. Wait a minute. It's a way like that. Well, 
but that's why you need football right now. We need you on the team. Have you told your father? Yeah, yeah, he knows. Look, we know you're having a tough year. I'm sure everything with your parents, I'm sure your mom left a mighty big hole in your life at home. How about I have a word with your teachers about easing up on your homework? How's that sound? You are seriously skinny this year. Thanks. I went on this super diet over the summer. In my opinion, it worked. I mean, you look really great. I tried not eating one summer, but... Look like what rich people size, think normal so people are like. Can't be having that. You and Danny are so cute oh, together. Dude, Thanks, right? Have you guys hooked up She's yet? saying one thing, but yeah. acting in a completely yeah, I mean, like a different way on you know, her like text. I'm not like a total slut. Wait, it's what? A new era. What's there's, the blood? There's no blood spraying emoji. There's no blood emoji. The red blood emoji coming out of a a, a brain. Also, the only gun is is the only gun. Well, that, this was 2014, so it used to be a real gun and oh. became a squirt gun okay. after that. Do movie so bad. I, I do not want any of you to leave that office until you have all those great initiatives fully mapped out and worked out. Do you understand me? There's a lock on the door. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> are on it, sir. Well, listen, i got to run, give this speech, but I'll check back with you in a couple hours, see how y'all doing. I'm so proud of you guys. You're my little celebrity army. Thank you, oh. Mr. President. God bless you. Kevin. God bless America. What did I tell you about making crank calls in my office? Not to do it. Not to do it without me. <laughs> this scene is... You hungry? Epstein theories. <laughs> Sometimes when you watch Funny or Die videos, you really start to learn how important it is to have uh, makeup people on set. So that all the actors don't look like they have, like, leprosy. I've got to run, give this speech, but I'll check back with you in a couple hours, see how y'all do. Really, really shows that it's very important to have uh, makeup artists on set. proud of you guys. You're my little celebrity army. Thank you, Mr. President. God bless you. Kevin. They're all so blotchy. What did I tell you about making... Killing uh, accusers. Crank calls in my office. Not to do it. Not to do it without me. <laughs> uh, I hate this. You hungry? I hate this. The Clinton Foundation fighting global issues with business-oriented solutions. The Clinton Foundation is the best one in the world. Yeah. You know, I got a whole... The, it gets better. The Clinton Foundation fighting global issues with business-oriented solutions. They didn't know what the fuck they were doing. They didn't know. Uh, you know, Jack Black is still funny. There was a day at Funny or Die. I wasn't working there at this time, but other people like told me about this. But there was a day when they were filming this when it was just like all day. All you just heard was Jack Black like yell singing about the Clinton Foundation from the Funny or Die kitchen like all day. Jack, you're hijacking my segment. What segment? Oh, okay. Uh, Brad Pitt's really into Kanye West's Sunday service. Calls it really special. Good. Let them all be part of something. Like, I want all the rich to go join a cult, please. Please go join a cult. You want to pause that, maybe? I do what I do because of my... (laughs) It's an ad for Ad Astra? I was skipping ahead to get to the part where he talks about Kanye West. Okay. Dad, who do you credit for what you do as an actor and what you do as a person? Because you have such a heart for helping others. Um, Kardashian. 
<laughs> Talk about nonsense. I will, I will not pick favorites, but no, I, I, it was, it was. I think he's doing something really special there. It's just it's a pure celebration of of life and people, and it's 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 really delightful. It really is. All this Brad on screen again. It makes us wonder and want to ask you. All this Brad on screen again. He goes to Sunday service. I didn't know he go. He went there. They all do. They all live in that town. Why wouldn't you go? I thought he lived in like uh, Los Feliz. He does live in Los Feliz. Oh, does he really? He has like a mansion in one of that, the, you know, that gated community in Los Feliz. Yeah. Off of um. Oh, he really is in there. The fuck is that street by your old place? Yeah. Normandy. Is that a street? Yeah. Like, yeah, Normandy, yeah. You take Normandy all oh, the way God, up into sure. the hills. Sure. There's a gate there, and there's a, all these old mansions from like old Hollywood. I think he lives in a craftsman in that gated community. Here's some fun. Here's a little bit of Biden right here. Should I go to Sunday service? I think you have to I pay think it's like, like a lot of money. I think you have to pay like $1,000 to yeah. get in. Anyway, it actually makes complete sense to me that Brad Pitt is a Sunday service. Hey, you guy. know what I think actually? What? Everything that rich people go to that costs them a lot of money to get into. They go. There's no, not necessarily that they go, but there's a like, you know, there's a sunk cost fallacy to that. That's why everybody thought Hamilton was good too. Yeah. If you spend $1,000 on something, you don't want to feel stupid by thinking it was bad. So so, of course, it's the greatest artwork you've ever seen in your life. Well, I have to say, Kanye does put on a good show. So, maybe it is like a good show. Yeah, but Hamilton's Being rich not and good. famous is a disease. Being rich and famous is a disease. Uh, oh, yeah. I called this like a motherfucker. I, we didn't even talk about this today. Oh, fuck. Uh, did well, we you have, see this? We have one minute left. I called this left. like a motherfucker in Variety. Uh, they're saying that they like tried to hire Shane Gillis. It was a Lauren hire to appeal to uh, conservatives. Uh-huh, sure. I mean, of course. I mean, nope. Uh, no it was shit. like Lauren Michaels wanted to shake things up. Uh, well, let's see here. Uh, Lauren Michaels was actively looking to cast a comedian for its new season who would appeal to more conservative viewers. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yep. Isn't that interesting? To Kate to Sunday service. <laughs> well, he fucked up pretty bad. And uh, maybe it's because he's an out-of-touch old man who is a conservative. Yeah. He's an out-of-touch old conservative Canadian man. Yeah, pretty much. Called that. All right, we'll be back for Kate Paint at 11 a.m. today, so tune back in in two hours for that. But also, um, uh, from a pool report, Biden quoted David Brooks tonight at a fundraiser in the Potomac. David Brooks, the white supremacist. David Brooks is a is just a New York Times conservative oh, never mind. Uh, uh, columnist. Uh, he continued by quoting David Brooks. Saying, they all have the same names to me. Saying that an invisible moral fabric holds the country together. He then joked that his campaign doesn't like him quoting Brooks. You know, the conservative columnist. My my staff doesn't like me quoting him, but I think he's a pretty damn smart guy. Okay. Anyway, stupid shit. We'll be was- back. We'll be back at when eleven. I was thinking of David Duke. We'll be back at eleven a.m. Maybe eleven o one. Maybe eleven o two. Back around that. We'll be back at 11 uh, with Kate Paint, everybody. Uh, so get come back if you want to win the painting of Caroline Calloway and uh, influence what Kate paints today. Uh, so we'll see you back there. Uh, let me see if anybody uh, is streaming uh, uh, that we should throw it to. Uh, let's have a look. Um, uh, oh, Chris P is on. All right. We're going to raid Chris P. Uh, and, man, when I watch Chris P's stream, I'm like, damn, I fucking wish I was higher level in WoW. So maybe I'll go work on that in the meantime. See you tomorrow, everyone. And we'll see you later on for 11 a.m. for Kate Payne. And then tomorrow at 7 a.m. for another episode of Kate A.M. All right. Later, everybody. Spell J-A-C-K-A-M. Bye.
This is the outro song of Jack AMFM. Oh, yeah. Well, everyone, that was another episode of Jack AM. Like we said earlier, you can uh, join us live every morning at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash Jack AM if you want to watch uh, a our, chat along. Yeah, our, you want to see what we look like? Yeah, you want to see what the, these people look like? The, um, the messy room we record in? Yeah. Um, but thanks again for listening. And if uh, you want to support the show, you can once again go to www.jackam.tv and click the link that says support the show. Hey, I have a question. Does it have to be www? No, it can be either actually i just fixed that i just fixed it hey that's cool so it'll go to both www and non www you just put in jackam.tv and then just mash that link that says support the show hey and if you if you don't want to support us with money that's fine too please rate and review us on itunes and spread the word tell your friends what a fun show we do here yeah it's kate am all right goodbye everyone